0: As an audience member, you just, I was, I was blown away when I watched the movie. I could like barely
1: speak, um, you know, for a few minutes after I was just trying to process what I had watched, you know? All right, Keith, big old, big old blockbuster Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible action IP major motion picture series. Give me one word to describe (laughs) Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part one. Stunts! Stunts is the word that I'm going to go with. It's stuntastic. Okay. Nice. What about you? I can't think of just one word. I have two words. Is that allowed? No! The, they, but they go together. They go together. All right, then sure. I'll allow it. My word is too much! <laughs> too much! <laughs>
0: council pop interesting i had a from your text earlier I had a hint of where we were going to go with this but so i didn't that's why i didn't respond
1: yeah yeah i was texting with keith we don't we don't ever talk ahead of time about these uh council pops like the new movies we never talk about how we feel until we're on air with you guys so we can all share this moment together but i texted keith uh just got out of the film uh it started last night and somehow is just now getting getting done the following morning so little bit long but let's see let's those start hilarious with the... text messages you guys are missing out on yeah join us on patreon we'll post all of our text <laughs> threads uh please he... join us on patreon yeah yeah no seriously it's kind of a real thing now we're we're still working out of them. we're still working the bugs out uh please send us money <laughs> in the meantime just venmo me directly <laughs> 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 hundreds of dollars i'm sure all i'll right. see he... some of that money do you want you got 60 seconds on the clock do you want to go first i'll go first if that's how we do it okay lead the way toots lead the way toots
0: toots Hmm. still offensive (laughs) 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 this movie is fine that's that that when we talk about this movie this movie is exactly what it needs to be and the, 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 the charm and the excitement and the hype and the reason why people go see the movie is not the movie itself. There's more to talk about around this movie and th- than there is about the movie itself. In a vacuum, this movie at best is fine, and I don't mean that as an insult. It, it's just fine. It's just fine. There's some things we could nitpick and things we could point out, and, and I'm sure we will, but there's other things that are really cool. There are really fun movie moments that happen in this thing that we can all talk about later around the water cooler and that's awesome too. So it's fine. It's not you're not going to remember it 5 years from now and be like this was a great one. We're going one we're going to look back. But it's fine. It's good for today. I think the more interesting thing is to talk about all the things around this movie and what this movie represents and 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 the implications of it. That's what I'm really fascinated by the sure. filmmaking aspect of it
1: yeah, all right, all right, that's fair. Everybody's loving this movie, everybody's loving it, top to bottom, fans they critics, are. everybody. oh, it's so good. I'm not so seeing any what- <laughs> any bad any bad uh feedback and so my what I think is not a very hot take
0: will probably be trashed because I'm not glowing about it. Everett, your time begins
1: yeah i'll I'll avoid any hyperbolic big swings here. But I will just say that this movie's not as good as everyone says it is. <laughs> like, it's, it's just it's just not as a movie watching this, this movie, I was a little disappointed uh, because the way it's being heralded uh, is, is like, oh, man, this is going to be like Top Gun Maverick, which I thought was a really phenomenal film, a really excellent, excellent big movie showing you how to do it. This movie only has like a couple of moments that I was like, oh, this is bad which is pretty good for today. <laughs> for, for big movies today, to only have like two or three little occurrences where I was like, oh Jesus, you're gonna lose me. Like a little, little corny, a little stupid, uh, unbelievable. But there's just, so the rest of it's pretty good to really good. There are parts that are really good, but there's just so much of all of it. It's almost like too much of a good thing. Like the oversaturation of stuff kind of like, works against the stuff that's really excellent. So just briefly, my well, one quick example of that is like the sequence at the end where the train is falling off the tracks car by car and they are climbing up. That is an incredible sequence that is so cool. Such an awesome idea, pretty well executed. Uh, should be like the moment of moments. But it comes in the midst of a three-hour fucking over-swollen thing that has so much bullshit and so many moving parts and so much stuff to keep track of that it just started to feel kind of noisy and like, oh, this isn't hitting as hard as it should. Like, this, it should all build to this, this moment, because it's so cool. But it doesn't. And and we can talk more about that. So I'll just say it's a lot. It's it's too much. Uh, It's too much. The more I think about this movie and the more I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to like it less. So, yeah, you're I'm gonna, sorry. You're going to talk gonna just, yourself
0: out of liking it. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because because I, I felt by the end of this movie, it, it's two hours and 43 minutes. Uh, it, it And it feels it. <laughs> it, it feels its length. Uh, uh, and it's it's tough because I, I don't know. I don't know how a film that's almost three hours can still can still feel so bloated. And that's one of my major criticisms where it's like, you got a three hour movie, everything in the movie should be like allowed to breathe. And I should have a pretty good sense of like character motivation and a pretty clear sense of like who these people are and why they're doing what they're doing and and really feel invested in everybody. That's not the case in this movie. Who is that person? I have no idea. How many characters do you think are in this movie that you are required as as an audience member to keep track of, to understand their motivations, and ideally, as we're watching a film, feel some type of way or investment in? How many characters do you think that I would qualify as sort of like important characters to the the story? Four. Okay, I counted 14. Okay, I counted no. fourteen people that you have to keep track of and understand and care about. You got you no. got Tom Cruise. You got the new girl Grace, Haley Atwell. Yep. You got Rebecca, yep. the the old flame. You got yep. Ving, Simon Pegg, Vanessa no. Kirby, uh, her brother, the the new villain Gabriel, Palm Clemente, the the Asian gal. You got the return of Kittredge, You got the two detectives that are following him also. Uh, For some reason from America, you got Carrie Elway's as the as the guy in charge and you have the AI entity itself. And these are all characters that you have to at least understand some degree of even the minor ones that you're going to try to tell me are not because there's these big emotionally impactful scenes where their motivations need to play a role. Uh, Pam, Pam Clementife, who's silent, has no, no lines throughout the entire film, and then ends up playing this majorly important role in the climax of the film. I was just trying to process what I had watched, you know? And you don't, knew we were supposed to care. care. You know, you know, you know, I'm sorry. Like, in three hours, you didn't give me any reason to care or be interested in this character. So that's just one example. I digress. Well, do you want me to argue that? <laughs> well, or do you love, just I'd want to hear just... it? move on <laughs> you're incorrect i
0: i i I, uh, I agree with you in like theory <laughs> i agree with you in theory but i think this this movie that stuff doesn't matter i think the the i think the people that are important in this movie are tom cruise haley at at well or at water i keep i always mix it up at well at well was it Rebecca Ferguson? I'm not good with names. Rebecca Ferguson? Her. Gabriel? I, for, I don't even know his actual name.
1: Yeah, Cy uh, Morales.
0: I guess the entity, I, that's someone I didn't th- think of, the, the entity. But yes, I would I would include that. I think those five, those are the five people that make this movie go. And those are the people, their motivations are driving the story forward. the The rest of it is... Where where you say it's too much? That I kind of get. Like there is a lot of other extraneous things that kind of detract from those people's story. But those are your main characters, and though you can't just name every character in the movie and say, but what about that person? Because not every no, character. No, but it really all matters. and That's that the thing.
1: Way. I under- there's always going to be a power structure in terms of these are the main characters. These are the next. I mean, you know, I get that. I'm not saying they're all equal level of importance, but they are all important enough cogs of the story. That you need to, to, to for, for any of these big moments to have emotional effect on me as a viewer, I need to understand their motivations, how they fit together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't need a backstory, I don't need a full biography of every character, but just for the purpose of their role in the story, I need to know why it's a big deal that Palm Clemente... Uh, why? Why is she motivated to to betray her boss? And and why why is because why is the Shea Wiggum, the actor, the the American guy that's chasing after him, the law enforcement dude? Why is it so important to him? What's what's his history with uh, Ethan Hunt that he's that he's pointing a gun at him next to the car chase and oh I can't do it and then at the end oh I'm gonna get him. Have we ever met this guy before? Like do, nah. I you I it does those moments don't mean anything. They 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 just they just fall flat. Because there's too much. Oh, Carrie Elwes is here now at the end. So wait, is he? See the bad guy? Who's he? Wait, yeah, is Kittredge the... still working for him? Why is Kittredge just now coming back uh, 30 years later? But there's no explanation. Where has he been? Has he not? Shouldn't he have? Like, you're introducing a lot. Like this is this is <laughs> this to me is like an Infinity War level event in the Mission Impossible multiverse of all of these <laughs> these things coming together. But at least four or five or even six of like the important characters have never been here before. They've So they've done no backstory on who these people are and why they matter to our heroes. Yeah. So you're rapidly trying to introduce really important storylines and make us feel about these people. While no, so also yeah. a convoluted story of double crosses and triple crosses and triple stamp and a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't that. triple stamp a double stamp,
0: Lord. You can't that. triple stamp a double stamp. That. stamp. That. Right. stamp, double that. stamp. That. Yeah, yeah. I. I hear what you're saying, and I feel like that's typically an argument that I would take. And I don't, like, I'm not like, oh, you're completely wrong. Like, I hear what you're saying, and it makes sense. Like, you're, in theory, correct. I kind of look at this movie, and I go, well, yeah, I don't think this movie is trying to do that. I don't think this movie is trying to be deep. I don't think this movie is trying to be super intelligent. I don't think this movie is trying to do anything, but like entertain you. And I think it does a, a good enough job in the story department. Cause that's typically where I'm on your side of the fence. Like, yeah, this story doesn't make any sense. And of course there are things I, w- I want to nitpick too. And I will. But as a whole, I, 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 I look at the movie and, I, and I've done a little bit of research. So uh, even going in, I sort of knew what the goal was.
1: And I go, they they did it. I don't know. Like I I understand like the entertainment value you think it outweighs or you might you know you might think it outweighs whatever little story deficiencies or character development deficiencies or whatever. And if that yeah, sure. It is entertaining, but I I kind of think like this isn't Fast X though. You know, like those movies are just like fucking turn your brain off and look at the bright explosions. So right. it's, this, this is, this is a that. better these version of, of that. These though, of, it's in that, but yeah. But is it? I mean, it is. But like, but it, ba- is. it builds itself. These movies have built themselves as almost like, I don't want to say the thinking man's action movies because that's not correct. But like a slightly more intellectually elevated, yeah. where the yes. story and and the the spy, the espionage, like that's yes. how the this film series started. Like the original Mission Impossible movie in '96. Was like not that much action. Like it, it was much more spy thriller focused, which was awesome. Yeah. wish they'd s- sprinkle one of those into the series once in a while. <laughs> but so it's hard for me to just be like, uh like yeah. Is, is it mostly entertaining? Yeah, it's mostly entertaining. Yeah. But do did I do I need two hours and forty five minutes of that? And and then the, here's because here's the, the 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 inverse is Mission Impossible Fallout is a phenomenal movie. I love the last one, and I think I it t- does I mean, everything. T- that it need that this amazing action yeah. and a really interesting, uh impactful story that is yeah. still concise enough to not be like this scene in the the club in this one where all of a sudden all the characters are together and I'm like, wait, who the fuck like who works for who? That's another thing, is like a lot of these <laughs> these movies, a lot of the side characters are not impactful enough in earlier films to really have a and maybe it's just for me, but to really have like a to to leave a lasting impression. So like Rebecca Ferguson's character, I'm like, oh yeah, she's been in four or five of these, <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Doesn't she just always kind of show up and fuck everything up and almost die, and then he, and then he, yeah. she betrays him, but then they like each other sometimes. Like so, just she shows up again, and and I'm, am I supposed to care about their dynamic? Probably, but I don't. There's no there's no background. I truly
0: truly believe that the goal of this film is to be action, and entertainment, and revitalizing the artistry of filmmaking in how you create those moments. Like, that's goal number one. And then goal, a clear number two goal is to, is to have some assemblance of a story. Like, we're not gonna completely abandon it to, to a point where nothing makes sense. Like, it makes sense but it's just the highest level possible so everyone can go along on the ride. I just think that's the goal of it. So I hear you, that would make this film much better. All the things you're talking about would make this film better. I agree, but I just don't think that was a priority. This script, I was gonna say, and I do wanna talk about the script because I think it's, it's gonna lead, it's gonna circle back to your point a little bit. There is no script. Spoiler alert, this film didn't have a script. We didn't really have
1: a script as such.
0: There is no script, it's an outline, and they just pick six, five, whatever, how many key action scenes that they want.
1: You know, obviously McHugh is the director, is also the writer. And so he knows the the sort of, uh, the shape at least of it and, and the, the large sort of set pieces. But him and Tom like to work together and almost kind of make it up as we go, not, it doesn't not, not as sort of.
0: <laughs> you know it'd be great if tom cruise did this we put him on a train what if we put him on a train this time they just chart it out and they just start working on those scenes they start working on those scenes because they're really difficult to do and then they just figure out the scenes in between those scenes with the talkies <laughs> the
1: thing is like the, the story
0: is always changing you know so there's like n- right it's like Always ongoing conversations with Tom and McHugh and, you know, it's just, we kind of go with the flow, right? The director of the film called them the scenes that say the reason why. So it's just, it's literally just, we talk to give us a reason to go to the next scene. We do the big set piece and then we stop and we talk again. We do the next big set piece and then we stop and we talk again. That's the whole movie. We, we, we didn't know exactly where we we're going to go with it, you know? It was trying to figure it out, figure out where our characters would go each step of the way. So it's very clear the intent of what we're trying to do here. So I don't think we'll ever get emotionally attached to these characters because we're not doing the work to get us there. The thing that felt the well, yeah, most... Yeah, that's lack- what I'm complaining about. <laughs> I'm yeah, like- but, but, but would you complain about it
1: if that's the, like, the goal? Yes, I complain that that's the goal. Like this is like we're talking about this like it's a uh, like it's Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Like yes, the the fact no, that's that you're different. just that's just you're shitty. Just, well, that's sure, just shitty. it's much shittier. But, that's much shittier. yeah. The, the the if the goal is just to get from action scene to action scene, who cares really about what else? Yes, that's shitty. That's awful.
0: They almost reverse engineer the way you think films should be made. Here's why I give this film a break and not Dr. Strange. I'm glad you brought Dr. Strange up. <laughs> think about it every
1: day. It makes me <laughs> really, so mad. <laughs> I really do.
0: I really Rent do. Free. The thing I wanted to say is that the, the reason why I cut this film a break and I don't cut Dr. Strange a break at all is because the effort. I, sure. You tell me, do you think that there's effort in making this film? Do you see... Of course. Effort. Of course. Of course. Did you see effort in Dr. Strange? Of course not. <laughs> yes, that's, that is my point, And I think that's what's exciting about it. And that's why I give it a break. If you want to say, here's where, here's where our attention is. Here's where our money's going. It's bringing these crazy ideas to life in a very real way. If you made this if Marvel made this movie and was all in a fucking blue room and and Tom Cruise is just on a thing where he just goes, and like that's it, and they just put everything else around or whatever, this movie's pure fucking dog shit. It's pure dog shit. What makes the movie exciting and fun and enjoyable is that it's real. And how difficult that is to actually execute from a filmmaking standpoint. That's what's amazing about this movie. So just so if you're just going to tell me our design here is to entertain you, and this is how we're going to do it by doing something that no one else is doing or wants to even like go down and experience or deal with, like, and it's what we want. Practicality. We ta- you talk about it every episode, like real, like then we should be commending the film for it and, and forgiving it for some of its mistakes. Cause you got to give somewhere, right? God doesn't give eh, it both. Hands. You don't,
1: you don't have to give somewhere, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm willing that to sense. heap a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I'm willing to heap a ton of praise on it for the substantial practicality, but that's another one of my points. My little gripes here is like, I know there's a ton of practical stuff, uh, this movie clearly, I think, does a lot of practical stuff. And then what we, all, what we always pine for is they aid it with, with digital. Yeah, of course. This movie, though, I, I felt like I noticed in a couple of the large set pieces more digital effects than I would have expected. Uh, I would say primarily in the car chase when they're driving the, the Fiat, where they're obviously, we've seen behind-the-scenes footage. They're obviously there. There's a ton of really awesome real shots mixed in like with the the cameras mounted on the cars and really awesome cinematography that's that's just riveting stuff but then it'll cut to some scene of the fiat like tumbling or something and it's clearly computerized so then it's like okay well i guess we'll take what we can get and then a- the big the big train battle uh between Gabriel and and Ethan Hunt where they're on top of the train and a lot of that fight scene looks really digital and then so this just is a it, it brings me all the way around to like you know, uh, I always bring up, I'm sorry, Jackie Chan fought on top of a train in one of my favorite Jackie Chan movies, uh, Super Cop. And like, so it's like if Tom Cruise is going all in on making this, like I do my own stunts, my my thing, that's, which I kind of wish he wouldn't. It's kind of like a a, a, a crutch for him now. It's, he's like limiting himself. Like, oh, that's what he does. And then I wonder what is Tom Cruise left with because he only makes Mission Impossible movies now. So then are, are these just going to run their course and be totally computerized in a few years because he can't- Well, he's gonna make
0: another Top Gun
1: Maverick or Maverick 2 (laughs) or like, I guarantee it, he's gonna make another one of those. I want him to, like, he's so passionate about films. So I'd love him to show some of that passion to like another genre, like (laughs) not just Mission Impossible.
0: So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this is one of my hot takes. I appreciate what's happening, with this film, and I, I, I'm i willing to give more praise than you apparently on on what this film is trying to do and why that's a good thing. And it's yes. not just a fucking CGI Marvel light show of course. mess. I'll like, take this
1: every so, day. I'll, I'll take every it every
0: day. day. I'll go see this, This I'll go see the next one. I'm excited to see the next one. Not because I think it's gonna be a great movie, but it'll be fun and it's worth my $15. Take yeah. it Tom Cruise, you've earned it. Awesome. Yeah. On the other side of that coin though, I think it's ironic because these movies, these types of movies and this movie in particular are actually what's killing movie theaters because of what you just said. What you just said is it's the only thing they make because it's the only thing that makes money. So it's the only thing we see. So it's the only thing we go to see because it's all there is to see. If Tom Cruise wanted to save the movie industry, he'd try and take that, real level of filmmaking and make a few good men yeah make me go see a few good men (laughs) again another version of that or whatever like give me something that give me risky business
1: (laughs) yeah you know make like a a small to mid-budget like uh, comedy or or drama or uh, personal film prove to studios prove to the world
0: that these are bankable too yeah that's how Tom Cruise saves movies, not by doing more of the same shit that's already working. Yeah, go it's, do like a big period piece. You're only hammering the nail into the, the coffin quicker
1: the more successful these movies are. That's an interesting concept. Because now, now that we're shitting on Tom Cruise... <laughs> for, no, but for, I for, respect for, it on the other side of the no, corner. No, I know, really I know. I know. I'm really it. grateful. I've heaped a lot of praise on Tom Cruise on this show. But like this issue with Tom Cruise only doing this type of movies in his pursuit to save movie the uh, movie-going experience is like another problem with that that you have to take that with a little grain of salt is Tom Cruise I think kind of famously has a bit of an ego and never wants to be outshone in his movies it's a Tom Cruise picture like and that's one of the reasons maybe the key reason why most of these mission impossible movies don't surround him with what you might call an all-star cast like there are there are familiar faces fallout being a pretty notable exception where you had Henry Cavill in there and Angela Bassett and Alec Baldwin shows up and like you and that's one of the reasons one of the many reasons why fallout is is superior and is a really good movie is you feel like there's more weight and so in this movie I'm gonna talk about the cast a little bit I don't mean disrespect to any of these people because I think they're all perfectly uh talented enough and, and do a great job in a lot of stuff but there's roles here that would be a lot better with bigger stars and that in of itself would would help theaters because that's gonna bring more people. And then Tom Cruise is using that, that celebrity and that power that he has to like raise up and legitimize other stars. A character like Gabriel, uh, the actor Asai uh, Morales, uh, t- is a, a very g- good actor. I've seen him in Ozark; he's very good. Or the yeah. the American uh, Fed that's chasing him, played by Shea Wiggum, who's like a great character actor who's been in everything for the last thirty years. What if that was John Bernthal, or it was some like you yeah. know, like uh, guy that, yeah, that, that you're that's like? That's a great kid. You should be a casting should, director. <laughs> thank you. Like a little weight <laughs> to it, you know. And like Asai yeah. uh, Morales, like give me somebody that that's going to command the screen a little more. How about The Rock? <laughs> yeah, huh? <Isn't> Vin Diesel. <laughs> <Hey guys. laughs> you guys Kevin Hart could guy? be Kevin Hart could be the Ving Ving Rhames character. Uh, now we're making movies. So you you got a question if Tom Cruise's number one priority is filling those seats, or if his, if that's you know one A or one B, and one A is make me look cool as shit. I'm the guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, he may, in his own defense, I guess. Like if he may think that he is. The re- like I'm enough. I'm the thing. Well, I'm so sure he, he like, does think that. Genuinely believes that he he doesn't think that what he's doing is a hindrance. Even though you are right. Yeah, yeah. You're. I agree with you 110%. It would make this movie better to have a little bit. It, it would. Be, it would. This movie would be better if it had an actual script and a little less action and more character development and bigger stars or more. Maybe not bigger stars, but just better casting. Just maybe a maybe a, a,
1: a general statement. It's bigger stars. I think it's bigger stars. I think I think the actors do fine. The actors that are there do fine. Uh, yeah, I, I think Haley Atwell is like a good choice for the new character. I think she does good. She's like a fringe enough name, but most other people, you got Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames, kind of on the on the downturn of of their careers. No disrespect. Very talented dudes who I've liked a lot. Yeah, but they've been there the forever. Years.
0: They gotta be. They yeah, gotta yeah. Be. But
1: I'm just saying that you're not like you needed to do inject some fresh blood. But you have these main adversaries and those need to like Tom Cruise is such a magnetic star. He is a uniquely magnetic movie star, the likes of which we may never see again. And I have thought that forever you need someone that can share the screen with him and not be completely overpowered, which I think no disrespect to a Simon Morales or Shea Whigham, but they're not, they, they don't have Tom Cruise and, and, yeah. and that's who he's facing off against. So yeah, like I, I want you know like I know he wouldn't do it probably but get you know Ben Affleck get get somebody who's like a name to come be the villain get get a yeah. guy get you yeah. know like pay Denzel Washington a hundred million dollars to come be <laughs> the baddie in your movie like that like then it feels even more of an event I, I, yeah
0: yeah yeah that would be great I those those two things
1: would would make this film better look at Mission Impossible three with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Where it's like that char- that's a memorable character that was he was the villain he's incredible i i think about that character all the time whenever i think about mission impossible movies like that was a highlight who who was the villain in ghost protocol who was the villain in rogue nation i have no fucking idea and uh, sorry if it's somebody important <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't. it was know. a rock <laughs> yeah it probably was oh shut your mouth you thong-wearing fatty the general notion of Tom Cruise fighting AI for the future of the world, i sign me up. I love it. I love the meta of it. I love yeah. it from the second I realized that AI was the villain in this movie. And it's Tom, it's just like Top Gun. Hey, you're not, I'm not dead yet. You're, you're a dinosaur, Maverick. You know, like, hey, I'm not yet, sir. I'm not extinct. You know, like that energy of, of just like, hey, Tom Cruise, you're making another Mission Impossible. I need to fight AI. It's killing the industry. Yeah. Like, I, w- God bless. I wonder what God bless. point.
0: I wonder what point they made AI the villain. Like, did yeah. you know in 2020? Is it like whenever they started this? You know, the the concepting of this was yeah. it a first iteration thing, or did they get like into shooting and they're like, hey, you know what? It's this is actually, we should just make this AI. Like, you know I what? Wonder, we, I'd love to know. we
1: could save a lot of money if we don't have to hire an actor for the villain role. We just make it be a computer. It's just AI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just I wonder. I really do wonder at what point in the process they yeah. made that decision.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty funny. It couldn't be more topical right now, like to come out in the middle of the strike with all of everything, yeah. it's just, it's really wild. You have any thoughts on the cast? The main
0: thing is Hale, uh, Haley Atwell's character. Yeah, Not her performance, but she sucks throughout the movie. <laughs> like she, she constantly, Tom Cruise does nothing, he, everything he can do to save this girl, Multiple, multiple times, and all she does is fuck him. Not yeah, like metaphorically. Tries to kill him.
1: Tries to kill him by yeah. handcuffing him to a yeah. steering wheel. Over and over, and then he keeps trying to save her over and over and over again. He really attached to the, this girl.
0: The, and then, and then the big, the big conflict is fucking one of these two women are gonna die. The love of your life, yeah. who's been in the last three movies, <laughs> or. This bitch who keeps trying to kiss yeah. fucking pickpocket you just met, <laughs> yeah, that you met fifteen minutes ago. What's it yeah. gonna be? And yeah. I go, what the fuck? Like who? And he's so I just torn. Kind of, like kill her, kill her, yeah. and let's yeah. fucking move on. Let's all be <laughs> yeah. happy. Like that was the that was the worst ultimatum. Like oh no, what's he gonna do? I was like, get the fuck out of here. It Just it really took it,
1: me out. Yeah, no, we, we we thought we thought that too. Where it's like, oh okay, so uh, he's clearly. Trading in for a newer model. Uh like, okay, Haley Atwell. She's a pretty girl. Uh I think I'm a little tired of Rebecca Ferguson. Let's switch it up. And then I had a funny, I was gonna say something funny about switching in for like a younger model. Haley Atwell, one year older than Rebecca Ferguson. I was surprised to learn. Wow. No disrespect to either of those beautiful women, but No, uh, yes. Was, I figured them. I figured Rebecca was like, hey, you're almost on the wrong side of 40. We gotta sub her out for the 28-year-old, you know, but it turns out Haley Atwell 41. Uh, but yeah, no. that was that was silly. It's just silly. That was one of several very silly things. Like, why do why do you give a shit about this girl this much?
0: At all. Like at yeah. all. And then and then I and then it leads to the death. Which is supposed to be this, like I assume, an emotional moment for people in the franchise. We get Tom Cruise watching a sunset
1: for eight seconds, and then who gives a shit? Well, then why? Why did she die? Like, why did she pull out a a sword? Well, I didn't. That whole sequence was really nuts to me. Like, I couldn't really tell what was happening. Like, Haley Atwell was run uh, running away again, and but somehow she ended up where that guy was. and then Rebecca Ferguson was just there, and instead of just like shooting him, though we know she's a weapons expert, she draws a sword, and I'm like, "What the fuck would you do that for?" Because uh, swords fight. Because sword sword fights are there fun. Was, there was quite a. It started. It started to get a little more bonkers than I'm. I might be used to from a, from a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. It started. To, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it 100% jumped the shark, but there started to get some shit coming into this one more obviously than previous ones where i was like okay this is a little stupid yeah
0: that was the that like sequence where she, from her like make your choice ethan what are you gonna do yeah to her death like was one kind of sequence and i, I was like this is that was the one where i was just like can we think of can we just think about this part for because if you think yeah. about it for one second you'd see that this is a mistake
1: you don't truly read a sit down and read a script they build a script around what's happening. The other really stupid things <laughs> that I'll say, <laughs> like that that take me out. Because that's the other thing. It's like it's not just like, oh, nitpicking to nitpick. Having stupid, unrealistic action things happen takes away from the really awesome shit that happens that's a little more realistic. So, like that sequence I mentioned at the beginning with the train cars falling off the edge, that was phenomenal. Like I was yeah. I was just at the edge of my seat. And I wished it meant more to me, but because the fucking villain had just dove off of a speeding train and landed in a truck, a pickup truck bed on a, on a road below the train track. Oh, you, you, that guy would be splattered across like that. So then when that happens,
0: yeah, exactly. he He knew the
1: right second to jump. And it's just not how, it's not how gravity works. (laughs) It's not how physics works. Like. So then, something like that happens, which should be, which should be so consequential. That's your main villain getting away in the stupidest way possible. So then, when this actual cool, kind of more realistic thing is happening with the train cars falling. It doesn't mean as much because I'm just like, oh, nothing really matters anymore. Like, you've lost that realness. The same way as in the climactic moment before Tom Cruise arrives on the train, oh, he just happens to crash through the wall of that that train car at the right time to take out the guy who's about to shoot the girl. Yeah. Like, when that happened, I I honestly was like, I'm out. Like, it doesn't matter what happens from here on. That was so (laughs) stupid. That was so (laughs) stupid. You were two hours and 30 minutes in, so they were fine. Yeah, I, know, leaving I, I got in a at great two and a half hours.
0: <laughs> the, the, you, know what's wor- you know what was, like, I thought that was stupid, too, and that happens, like, boy, is that convenient. But you know what was worse than that? When they did it again 10 seconds later to save them again because the other guy picks up a gun or so grabs them, and the shoot pulls Tom Cruise in out. another yeah. direction, like, accidentally. I hate when shit happens accidentally. I hate it. I yeah. hate
1: it. Really important shit. Like, really yeah. important shit shouldn't really happen accidentally unless yeah, that's part it. of the point. Unless the fact that it happened accidentally is the point. <laughs> yes. And that it, is not
0: the point of No, of it's that. just
1: random noise. So, So yeah. this movie that, again, has been very practical and very real, realistic, like, it loses some of that for me when so much of your climax is dumb. Like, when they're fighting on the fucking roof of that train... And then the guy's like got the switchblades that he's like digging into the train, which you wouldn't be able to do anyways. Trains, not not a soft material on the outside. Uh, not just cheese you can dig into. But he, he <laughs> digs one in at one point and then uses both hands to like swing down it, I think. Like he's using his full weight on the knife. And I was just like, these are like nitpicky, sure, but fuck, man. Like that that's not how things work. Like in, <laughs> like, in, in the, the movies, they stupid. do. In the it's movies, stupid. they do. In the Snap, movies, they snaps do. Snaps me out of it.
0: I was going to give a, a, an example of action that I think this film does well that I don't think other films even pay attention to. I'm a, I was impressed. Do go on. I, no, I noticed it here and then Fallout, because I really did like Fallout. I really enjoyed Yeah, Fallout, Fallout rules. What I think they do so well in terms of action is not only do they have big action set pieces with heart-pounding moments, they find time to give suspense within action moments that don't have like a direct conflict of like a villain or like a chase or whatever. So what I mean by that, which is probably convoluted, but what I mean by that is when they're on top of the train and those lights are are coming by, like that's not a villain out to get anyone. That's just a shitty situation that they're now in that they're kind of like maneuvering. And you're like, oh, oh, like, It made me feel a little claustrophobic. Like, oh man, could you imagine just being in there and having to like navigate that world? Like, and we lived in that moment for an extended period of time and you just kind of feel claustrophobic. You feel tense, not because of the fight, but because of the nature of being in that situation. Same thing with the train scene. At the end, the fight's over. Guys off the train, they're just trying to live. The, the piano's going to fall on them. They're just yeah, one yeah, by yeah. one. And I kept thinking in my head, I was like, is this train ever going to just stop? Because in most films, it gets right to the edge. It teeters for a second and that's yeah. it. And they have to like dive off or whatever. and It's over. But there's another 10 minutes <laughs> of yeah. just slowly the train fall. And I think that's super interesting. That sort of like negative space of action that they live in you R- R- that
1: stuff's, like, more interesting, I'd say.
0: I think that shit's really well done, and I don't see it really anywhere else. So it yeah. deserves credit.
1: I cannot heap enough praise for the third or fourth time on that fucking sequence where the train's falling and they're climbing up. I thought, how how clever, how genius. It's really fun. And, and yeah. that, like, you could make the whole, like, you could make a movie feel like that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I wish this movie was, was a little less... 25-minute chase scenes through Rome, and a little <laughs> more, just like oh, really intense, thrilling. You know what I mean? Like suspenseful, yeah, like yeah. things like that. Like that. That would be more fun to me personally.
0: Yeah. I think it's cool. I, I, I yeah, I, I agree. So, I, but I want to give credit to that, at least part of it. Can you explain to me how Gabriel communicates? with the entity like how does he know the future how does that man at the end when he
1: the entity him, has informed him of all of this before he goes to interact with people the entity has said to to who how what does he how 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 does he well, because know because the entity has has calculated all possible not the entity how do they communicate <laughs> Oh, it could call him and do voice stuff. It could text him. It could email him a- and say, this is what's going to happen. AOL chat? Yeah. Any, how do we all communicate with each other? How, how are you and I communicating right now? Like a, this advanced AI Brilliant that can persons. run the world could could very much replicate your, you know. I was going to get really insulting. I didn't <laughs> do it. I took a lot of self-control. <laughs> uh, <laughs> could replicate your body. And uh, sit that's there and talk hard. to me. <laughs> just eat a lot of
0: cake. You'll get this yeah. body in
1: no time. I was worried for a minute at the beginning, like as it was as I was trying to understand. I was like, "Oh my God, this fucking guy's like a cyborg." I thought like, "Oh, he's literally like a like a robot." But that's kind of how like, they
0: present him. It's, like it's I, I just...
1: Terminator. It's Terminator. <laughs> like they've they've just they've just lost. They've jumped the shark. He's now fighting like a Terminator robot. So I was glad it wasn't.
0: I just couldn't get over how he kept no- when he slit Carl always throat and then turned to the other woman and was like, you will betray me. Like, how did you know that real time? How did you know that real time? I don't know. Because an hour before that told you potential outcomes, 10. So he's got to memorize 10 different outcomes that could potentially happening
1: because that, like yeah, that. Maybe part he's got an really earpiece. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's got an earpiece. Maybe he's got a then chip. They maybe he just showed an earpiece with a thing being like beep boop, 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 boop. He's got an Elon Musk chip in his head
0: fine then tell me that so i can stop fucking worrying like how do you know all of the things that the computer thinks you're not a computer or are you yeah
1: yeah well that's just part of that's just an element of the confusion because those scenes are already kind of confusing but now you got this guy that's just like pulling shit out of the thin air seemingly and it gets a little like you it's hard i'm saying like it's hard to know the like the motivations or understand like, and I don't mean their personal motivations. I just mean even their motivations in that moment, like their yeah, character yeah. motivations in that moment. Sorry, baby. Uh, why are they doing what they're doing? And, and that, that, that's just all kind of a miss in those scenes where it gets really crowded, where you have 14 characters again that you kind of have to have some understanding of what they're doing, why they're doing it, what side, like you have to keep track of those people. That's all I'm saying. They're not—they're not main characters, but I need—I need to know what they're doing because they factor into this pursuit. So that—that that gets you. to be a lot, especially when you got one guy making shit up, and all <laughs> these people trying to double cross. Like it—it's—it's—it's it's, it's hard to keep tra- Like I, I still—and maybe not, I'm an idiot. Call me an idiot. Ha 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 ha. You're ha. an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> but like I still don't really understand like how Carrie Elwa's fit into it and, and what his character was trying to accomplish. And I don't really understand, like, I, it was Kittredge. I thought Kittredge was there at the end to kind of do something uh, uh, nefarious, but then no, he's at, he's on the good side. We trust no. him. Like, what they, he did, oh, they so. do trust him because Haley Atwell at the end trusts him to say, let me into the club. Like, all the, like, had no
0: Because
1: you had no other options. Well, no, I get that, but like, why, then why not trust the, the American, uh, you know, Feds, like I just the 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 overall like org chart of these characters is still mushy to me, even as I leave the film, and I think that's not great. <laughs> like I think I yeah. like I understand some loose ends. It's it's a it's a first. It's a cliffhanger. There's going to be some loose ends. I don't need like hard and fast answers, but like I need to have some sense of oh, did that matter that he killed Carrie Elwes or. Uh, like what w- was he trying to sell out the country? Like I-, I just I just don't really get it. And and because it's so over the top uh, st- over stimulation, I don't really care at a certain point. And maybe that's why I don't get it. Because yeah, a- after a twenty five minute action sequence that gets a little redundant, even if it's great and practical, my brain is just kind of like okay, okay, god damn, okay, yeah, okay. That's the biggest the biggest in my
0: most professional criticism I could give the film is the biggest problem with this film is there's not enough character work to get you close to any one character. There's just not enough work, groundwork done in any of that stuff to get me close yeah. for anything to really emotionally matter. So it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. I don't care when characters die. I don't understand the weight of things when people make decisions. It's just happening and I go, oh, Interesting. And you're
1: and you're shoehorning in this backstory of of Gabriel killing this love of Ethan Hunt's life that happened 40 uh, years. Was that part year- of the
0: first one? I saw the first one.
1: 30 no, not years the first ago. one. So I, I, I was like, did that happen in one of those middle ones that I forgot? But I don't. I don't think remember.
0: So, so that's just brand
1: so. new information. I think it's brand new. And and if it is, if it's not, we apologize. We take this all back. Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't is remember. Brand I don't. New, that's kind of stupid <laughs> yeah like like yeah. oh it's like that is very fast in the furious like oh jason momoa was actually the villain's yeah, yeah, yeah. brother from part five that was there and you just didn't see him but now this guy gabriel's been his arch nemesis off camera for 40 years like yeah just so waiting that, for doesn't, this day. that doesn't matter to me it's supposed to like the movie wants it to matter because oh it was his when he was young it, do, it doesn't matter to me. Because I don't know that woman that he stabbed. I didn't know that... Yeah. I didn't give yeah. a shit about Ethan Hunt's I life. I honestly assumed it was from one of the movies I
0: haven't seen or I just forgot about it in the first
1: one. No, it's not in the first one. The first one is a wild movie. Uh, imperfect. But a great time and very like polished. Like a very smart movie, I think. But... So it wouldn't have any of that garbage in it. <laughs> it's fine. I just, I just wish it was better. Like I just want... I just, you know... I like seeing really good movies that really excite me and... And this movie did that a little bit. Like, it did it a little bit, and I, and I had a good time sometimes. But it's like, it's hard to even feel like I'm leaving the theater on a high of this awesomeness when I'm fucking tired at the end. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, this last 20 minutes can really, like, let's go. Like Yeah. And, and then when you know it's going to be that long, then there's sections in the middle where I'm like, oh, okay, like, this can probably be cut. Like, you could probably <laughs> lose this. You know what I mean? Stop editing stuff. Yeah, and it's just in my you head know when, what to when cut. you. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. Jesus Christ. He's it's in the fine. movie. His name's huh? Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise? I said, He's in
0: the movie. His name's Tom Cruise. He said, Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, well, yeah, hey, Keith, come on. It's it's a, good thing you're not a writer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's hard. You, my jokes <laughs> are funny.